welcome to this episode of Special Unit 352, or SU-352 for short. My name is Max, and this is my co-host Peyton, and we became fast friends over our mutual love of Star Wars. We love Star Wars so much that we wanted to talk about it all the gosh dang time, so we decided to record it. Today, we're going to be talking about the new Andor spot that just dropped. Well, uh, because my company works uh, audiovisual for the Tampa Bay Convention Center, I unabashedly, unashamedly wore my work shirt and just walked into Tampa Comic Con. And there I found our new favorite uh, in town, uh, vaguely, um, within three counties company. Uh, it's called Space Ninja Sabres, and they are a licensed LGS uh, reseller, and I purchased my first two combat-ready lightsabers from them. They're the cheapest hilts that they have, and they're $100, and they have nine sound fonts, full RGBW colors, I could change it to whatever I want. They're lighter than your Ultra Sabres. They still make me, they're still a bit, uh, hefty, but they're, like, they're hefty in, like, a robust way. Like, I could wield this one-handed if I was, like, up to snuff. I'm getting to the point with these lightsabers that I can make a quick... I should be able to, like, make a quick YouTube video of an instruction manual for these, the lightsabers that I now own. Uh, it took a hot minute, and the one tutorial video that I saw had really bad audio, and so just being able to be like, hey, you only got one button, this is how you do it. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> Gaggles. All controls are time-based. So, uh, when you have it on, you hold it down for four seconds, you hold down the button until it glows around. It, get, it will give a sound cue, and it will it will li a light blue. And if you hold it down, for every second that you hold it down, the blue ring around the light sw uh, the switch will blink. And so one blink gets you into one menu. Two blinks will get you into a different menu, and so on and so forth. And it's diff different menus depending on whether or not the light the blade is on or off. I would have you look directly at the button as you're pressing it because I am not visually impaired and I still can't count the seconds right. And so I have to look at the bright blue LED and count how many times it blinks on and off. So we open. The first frame is two guys at the top of a mountainside facing a river. A woman, a teenage boy... Uh, walking through the totally not Scottish Highlands, totally the space Scotland. Um, <laughs> that's probably that's probably Cassian Andor. They are walking away from. Uh, they're walking away at the top of the mountain. They're walking away from the direction of the river, and coming closer to them are two Tie Fighters. Okay. Next scene, we have. Uh, they turn around to look at the Tie Fighters. Um, next scene, uh, we get. Mount, we get uh, a whole bunch of trees near, like, what looks like the base of those mountains. Uh, we've got some solidly built, like, lean-tos? Um, I don't know a better way to describe it. It it looks like they're, it's like resistance fighters. So, like, these buildings are not concrete. They're not, uh, they're not static. It looks like if you gave them an hour, they could tear all of it down and make it look like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a primitive planet here. I, I think it's a security thing. I think it's guerrilla warfare. Because the guy, uh, 
the black man walking towards the camera has an AK. Uh, I mean, a space K. Next shot, we see a woman on some kind of machinery that she... What looks like you could pilot it, but it doesn't look like it has any engines. It literally looks like a tractor, but it has a motorcycle controls. Mm. Weird. She's looking up at the camera, but the camera's too close to see what's going on behind it. Oh, that big boom just happens to be a Star Destroyer that's just driving overhead. Yeah, in the atmosphere. Cassian Andor says, to steal from the Empire. A person in a tunic we haven't seen before in <laughs> a strip mining area. And it looks like <laughs> they have been strip mining square miles. Just decimating this planet for something i don't know what weapons uh no i mean like mining it for resources like i don't know what resources resource they're looking for and why they would need this much of it mm -hmm. it looks like the same boy now that we're able to see his face That's, um is that cassian i forget it's cassian as like uh as like a high schooler he looks like like 16 <laughs> at most i don't know um i know they're jumping they're jumping all over the timeline in this first season okay um, he is hopping into a hexagonal tunnel that has mm -hmm. grips on it that makes it look like it is a ladder that's supposed to go out, but it's not on the right, it's not where gravity is, which makes mm -hmm. me think that it is a spaceship and that the grips on the left side of the screen are actually a ladder to, like, traverse this this hexagonal pathway. Hmm. So this guy has like a stick. Uh, the kid has a stick of some kind. It looks like Ray's. Uh, it's Ray's style uh, bow staff. Next shot, we have a big wide shot of the Senate and all of its little pods, couch pods. <laughs> yeah. Cassian continues to say things like they're so proud of themselves. We get the same footage of the old uh, imperial white British men uh, snickering to themselves about how much and power they are. And we cut back to the boy um, who I think you're right now. I think it is. I think it is. And or um, he said yeah. uh, he says they can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Um, and we get a close up of his shoes, which are really cool. Very, very moccasin-like. But inside the moccasin, it, inside the shoe, is, like, looks like he tucked uh, cloth or leather straps into it. Uh, so it looks like that muffles his footsteps even more. Kid knows what he's doing. Now we cut back to an adult Cassian Andor with an imperial captain's hat and a line of imperial captains uh, <laughs> at attention somewhere. From the creators of Rogue One in big bloody red letters. One of the guys from uh, uh, Bootstrap, the actor that played Bootstrap Bill is calling on Cassian Andor to uh, do something for the Republic, uh, for the Resistance. Um, rebellion. I don't know if it's a full-on rebellion yet. Uh, it says it's, it says it's a the empire is choking us slowly. Uh, we're starting not 
to notice uh, is the line. Uh, it cuts over to to Doom Troopers, the black, uh, the troopers in the Death black suits, troopers. Death Troopers. Uh, they've got night vision little things on the side of their helmets, and on top of that, they look like they have flamethrowers. Oh, whoa. Uh, that's probably not what they are, but that's what the nozzles at the end of their blasters look like. This looks like Luftwaffe. This, uh, they <laughs> are going, they're, uh, they are flanking a woman uh, who has an Imperial captain's hat on, and she does not look pleased, and she is an all-white. An Imperial unit that doesn't, that is not a stormtrooper. <laughs> uh, they're in the Navy. Uh, they're in the navy blue with the like burnt red, like burnt sienna, like orangey, dark orangey red, uh, lined armor. Uh, is chasing after a woman and draws his pistol on her, to which she hears the and she stops and puts her hands up. She is in like. I don't know how to better describe this, but like she looks like she came from Bossing Say from Avatar The Last Airbender. She is in all uh-huh. khaki and leather and brown and like uh, manila, like a dark manila khaki color. Um, she has a symbol that looks like a reverse D with a trident in it um, that I, I, I is not familiar to me in any way. We cut over to a scrapyard um, where a piece of a ship falls off. And this old man, uh, Bootstrap Bill, asks Cassian Andor, he says, when I'm asking this, wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? Cassian Andor is now walking, not in an Imperial outfit, but in his own leathers and a long jacket that's dark, dark leather. Uh with his face and his head uncovered. Mm-hmm. So the guy that has been giving the speech to Cassian Andor uh, has a very imperial, not just imperial, inquisitorial-looking ship. Ah, uh, okay. And this is running around the same time as Rebels, so we may actually get to see some inquisitor action. Uh, he comes off of this sleek, very, very evil-looking ship and throws on a black Sith-looking hood, black leather gloves. This dude is doing a Darth Maul cosplay and doing it well. His name is Luthen. Uh, he says, I need all the heroes I can get. Uh, and there is a speeder speeding across some water farms. Ooh, we get the cool bounty hunter species, looking species, uh, standing guard for like maybe six frames, and then we go straight into a hold. There's a hole in the uh, there's a hole in the mountain uh, <laughs> where there are a couple of people, uh, a couple of humans, a really tall guy that might just be a black man, but could also be an alien. Um, because he's so much taller than the rest of them. It looks like he. Right. Uh, I I don't know where to go from there. Um, there because in this frame 
okay. No, mm-hmm. the camera was being weird. It was just a black guy. Um, I, the frame, the frame <laughs> I stopped on, it made it look like he was head and shoulders. It looked like everyone else was a pygmy, and this man was an NFL player. <laughs> Luthen is there, and he is not in his Darth Maul all black everything cosplay. Instead, he's in a brown long cloak, and saw Gar- and saw Guerrera is in the foreground. Uh, so the camera is like right on Saw Gerrera's shoulder. I can tell that it's him because of the back, the back brace and mm-hmm. the, the like neck and pauldron armor. Um, and mm-hmm. also it names him in the, uh, in the subtitles. And he says for the greater good, as he meets Luthen's gaze, Luthen says, call it what you will. Saw Gerrera, who is now getting old. And is covered in, uh, has some good face scars, uh, says, uh, let's call it war. Uh, yeah. We then have a shot of an Imperial captain uh, with stormtroopers behind him uh, and just some dudes. Uh, they're, in, <laughs> they're in wannabe black trooper armor. Um, I they have the they have black armor that is reminiscent of troopers, but like the Costco brand. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like it. Yeah. It looks like knockoff. Like they got this for a dollar fifty. Um, <laughs> the helmet also is uh open faced. <laughs> so uh. It, it's kind of like the, uh, like the, the pilot's helmets, but without mm-hmm. the trooper mask part. Uh, and instead, ah. they have goggles that they can put on, but instead, all of them have at uh, resting on the brow of their helmets, and they have plexiglass protection shields, riot shields, right. and uh, a monk wearing the clothes of the guy that says, I am one with the force, the force is with me, uh, gets a couple of frames of trucking one of those riot shields and getting... Okay. So a guy similar to Chiro Ingwe. Yeah, I think they might be of the same order. Uh, This is conjecture. That was maybe two to four frames. That was... uh, That was not even two seconds. That was not even two seconds. Um, the direct next cut is three ships that are, um, clone troop drop ships. That's what, that's exactly what they look like. They might be a new modified version, but they look like clone drop ships. Sergeant Linus Mosk says there's something fermenting out there. Um, fermenting out there, I think. I, I think the subtitle the closed captioning isn't correct on my on my screen and there's mm. just i i don't know could be 35 year old could be 45 year old white man staring at the camera uh cassie and andor with a flashlight running through some sewers cuts back to now we could see the sergeant um and this is the first person in the navy blue with the lines uh with the accents of like burnt sienna speaking 
and mm. he says pockets of fermenting. We get more of those guys coming off those drop ships we just saw that are now mm -hmm. we're able I'm able to see are much smaller than actual drop ships. It looks like they were uh you know the golf carts that are in the shapes of real cars? Yeah. It, it yeah. was kind of like that. Like they were shaped to look like clone drop ships, but they're actually can hold like maybe like eight people. They're mm -hmm. a minivan. Cut over to uh guys working in the scrapyard. Uh three three humans and an alien of a species I don't know. Uh, what's cool about all of this is that all, all of this looks like Jedi Fallen Order. All of the, because uh, Fallen Order is the, uh, starts on the planet, on the scrapyard planet that, uh, Clone Wars ends on. Okay. And, uh, the Bad Batch visit to get their chips out. Okay. It's the same planet, and it's not the name of it isn't coming to mind. We cut over to Coruscant, where we got a whole bunch of elevators doing elevator things. Then we have an Imperial shuttle landing in, I can't tell, I think that's the Scrapyard planet, but it looks like it's landing in a city on the Scrapyard planet. Dedra Miro says, you're in my net. I believe that is the angry white woman that I see on screen right now. Ah, I believe she's ISB. Imperial Security Bureau, which is what Moff Gideon was part of. Moff Gideon didn't wear white. Not then. I mean, not now. Um, hold, whoa, hold on, hold on, my boy. Uh. Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> what? Uh, do you know Imper what is the Imperial, uh code uh do you know what the the red and blue squares that the imperials hang on them means um i don't think so why why she clearly only has three blue hmm. hold on i don't know unless she's part of the same group of scientists type people that krennic was part of i know krennic is in the show I'm sure we'll figure it out once the show starts. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna I just wanna know. I you wanna know? Can they show you? <laughs> <laughs> there we go, rank insignia. We've never had this. Okay. We've never had this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Here's the did done dealio. <laughs> oh my god, this thing is so. This... Wow, this is a big file. Okay, wow, somebody did a lot of homework. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, we're gonna. Uh, this is. She's, she's just a second lieutenant. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the fun part of all of this is. I was wrong that uh that their imperial ranks were um were based on like the buttons mm -hmm. um because it is uh 
the the shorthand is that the more you have, the better you are. Mm-hmm. And blue is better than red. And, and yellow is the best. Okay. If whatever you say, my friend. So she has not, she has three, which makes her a second lieutenant. And the man behind him that looks like a young uh what is his name? Uh Moff Gideon mm-hmm. looks like. And he is in gray. Hmm. Uh she is in like if she's not in white, she's definitely in a very light gray. Um, she's looking over uh, a hollow grid of a sh- of uh, a city um, and mm-hmm. giving instructions to uh, to uh, to black uh, two imperial units in black and one imperial unit that is. One rank under her because he she has three blue and he has two blue. Um, then we cut to Cassian Andor almost making out with a woman uh, in the sewers to uh, somebody in handcuffs uh, walking away. And a woman asks, are you a fish or are you a thief? Because uh, we get to see her ask the fi- the rest of that question. Uh, then we get somebody putting on rings from a case of rings. Oh, that's Luthen. Luthen is putting on rings. Uh, it looks like he is a very high official within the Empire. Um, it looks like he's doing all right for himself. Yeah. If that is, if that's still him, Clea says you're slipping. We don't know who Clea is yet. Um, we get a shot of some senator. It looks like it could be him, but he looks wildly different. No, this is not. This is not Luthen. This is somebody else with long hair, uh, long gray hair. We get a shot of a senator's, what I assume he's a senator's room with lots of memorabilia <laughs> in it, um, lots of crowns on the right hand side of the screen behind uh, a thinly smiling young woman. Um, and somebody old enough to be our dad is in purple robes trying to look like a senator. Oh, it is Luthen. Oh, so that was previous. Uh huh. When he had long hair, and now he's got uh, now he's got a shortcut like my dad. We get some space battles, and a scouter ship takes out a uh, a Thai bomber uh, with a. Th- I was going to say that I think that young woman may be a younger version of Mon Mothma. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. We, uh, You're right. They're jumping around. That was Mon Mothma. As long as everyone thinks I'm, I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. And huh. uh, th- now we're in some hoity-toity uh, Marriott Hotel. Uh... Everything is white and illustrious and big and fancy, and there's golden chandeliers everywhere, and there's golden sconces, and there's a tree made out of babies, and the babies are crying gold, and uh, it's not... This, it's probably some senatorial party, I think. Tay Colma asks, what are you really doing? He's asking this to Mon Mothma? Yep. 
Mon Mothma says, if I'm an irritation, they will, uh, they will essentially, they will disregard me and not pay attention to what I'm actually doing. Um, then we get Death Troopers busting into what looks like a very modest house. Uh, there's a crying old white woman. Uh, there's a robot unit that I've never seen before coming up to her very slowly. Clea says this is what revolution looks like. She is in a red hood, and she looks like she has the fire of old, of like OG Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. It looks Ooh. like I got some theories on that. Um, I don't think that's her, but I no but like that same energy of uh, aren't you a little short? <laughs> Aren't you a little short to be a stormtrooper? That's the vibe I get off of her. We get and mm -hmm. we get Andor in an imperial uh, uniform slamming a control. We get a shipment vessel going through a tunnel. He says, "I'm tired of losing." When he's in a modest hovel of some kind, um, we're getting lot. We're getting rapid fire jump cuts here. Uh, we're now on a uh, what is that called? We're now back in the Highlands. <sighs> uh, we're now back in the Highlands, and they are on a dam. Uh, and I say they because there are three guys in Imperial uniform, but they are in a dark green uniform, and it looks like they, ha they are the Costco variety of Trooper. Uh, and they are repelling... Other people, or people without those helmets, are rappelling down the side of the dam. Then we get a jump cut to a lot of hallways filled with people in white suits with orange armbands, uh, running and uh, doing damage to a wall. Mm. Um, we see a shower of sparks and Imperial units down. We see the same species that was what's her name that gave Ray that had the oh. Graflex. Oh, Maz Kanata. Yes. Uh, Ooh, that's that's a very interesting. I have, I have no idea even what her species is. Uh, it might not be because he's got four arms. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about Dexter Jetster? Dexter Jetster. <laughs> yeah, he's the dude that helped Obi Wan. No, out definitely in the not. This guy looks. This guy looks like he put he cut a soda can and put both end uh, both ends on his eyes, and he's listening to giant Bose headphones, and he has a receding hairline all the way to the nape of his back. Uh, he's got four arms, and he like four regular old white man arms. Just what they look like, <laughs> and it looks like he is about to perform surgery on a wounded, uh, like maybe twenty-something-year-old white male who has a, uh, a breathing mask on and is unconscious on the table. Okay. We see somebody throw a Molotov cocktail. We see the explosion. <laughs> we see a riot of a lot of different people with a lot of different colors uh, in the middle of a city. We see stormtroopers shooting with the same background, which makes me think that they are firing upon the resistance. Uh, uh, very topical. 
Uh, we see Cassian Andor making a run for it down a hallway while the lights are being shown on him. We see Chloe, uh, what? whatever her name is, Clea. Oh, uh, yeah. With a bow staff uh, in the trenches and running in a different scene. And now we have uh, a shuttle of some kind that has six engines for some reason uh, careening towards another uh, indistinct object. TIE fighters taking a shot at what we can, what are we, what we're supposed to assume is Cassian Andor's ship. And then it just says Star Wars Andor. Three episode. Oh my God. I don't know how we're going to do that. Mercy. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we could do like, if we could watch one episode per evening. And then release them into the inter inter uh, inter intervals. The twenty second, twenty fourth, and twenty sixth. Time permitting. Yeah, time permitting. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know what, what we're gonna do if, if we get knocked off course. Yeah, I really hope that that is gonna be slow. Uh. On. <laughs> Slow on my world. Uh, in my neck of the woods. Because if it isn't, then I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> With what? Your job or me? Uh, I mean, you're not going to be mad at me. Uh, uh, I'm going to be mad no. at myself because I won't be able to do all the work I want to do. Uh, but now we're we're taking a peek behind the curtain now. So, thoughts. What are your thoughts? I feel like this is going to be something different. Like I said, something bigger than what anyone has bought. Um, I know people weren't very excited about this um, earlier because there wasn't like a lot of footage. And, I mean, we know Cassian Andor dies in Rogue One. Um, but I think this is now on everyone's radar. And I feel like this might be the best show... Of the year. And I said that about Kenobi, too. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think this has got something that Kenobi doesn't have. This has, had, this has all, pretty much all new characters, except for a, maybe a handful. And maybe some that aren't in the trailer, that aren't in the show, that they may use sparingly. Um, I know this is a 24-episode thing with both the seasons. Um, it's going to lead up right up into Rogue One. So we may see a lot of familiar faces come next year. Um, I know Princess Leia Organa is in the Senate at age 16. So we may end up seeing her at some point in the show. I don't know. Um, I feel like this is going to be a very dark show. How about you? I feel like it is very uh, politically informed. Yes, it uh, is. With, you know, police, space police shooting at space riots. Uh -huh. um, I like that the people in charge of the resistance so far in all of these new shows are uh, women and black people of color. Um, I like that we are seeing uh, Imperials uh, 
Um, yeah. Uh, be uh, not just be monolithic. Like the reason why we all liked Poe uh, was not only because he was the first black man to hold a lightsaber and hold his own. Finn, Finn, you're right. Uh, I haven't watched those more than once each. Uh, I feel bad. So, like Finn, uh, was that like the the premise that like a stormtrooper could have his own thoughts and be like, "Yo, are we the baddies? I don't want to be the baddies." Right. And the fact that somebody as high as like the Senate would be able to mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, dog, this is messed up. We want it. We need to get out. Um, mm-hmm. We need to enact change." And I like being able to see this idea of more old white men getting a new script instead of being oh well we're old uh we're old white uh imperial british men and so we're gonna go down with the ship like no mm-hmm. like uh luthan uh grand Moff, uh uh moff gideon no not moff gideon uh what is her name mothma uh moff, moff, moff. Mm-hmm. uh who all lived in coruscant and uh drank the wine and ate and ate the fat of uh, and lived a life of luxury due to not only the Republic initially, but now the uh, now the Empire. Like I like the story of the people in power going, oh, I don't know about this, guys. Uh- yeah. <laughs> well, Mon Mothma and Bit Organa, they, they, they had issues with Palpatine before the Empire even rose, and I'm very mad that uh, they have chosen not to even put those scenes back in episode three, because I feel like it shows the seeds of, of the rebellion. We get some Mon Mothma stuff, and Padme actually would have more to do in the film rather than just be like pregnant and not do anything, mm. and compl- and and you know say Annie and Anakin the whole entire film. Yeah. Um. But uh, do you have any notion as to how long these episodes may be? Not a clue. Me neither. I hope they're not gonna. Well, I do hope they're they're lengthy. But for the sake of our brains, for the first three, um, I I hope they're not that long because, um. You know, it's going to take us an hour and a half to cover each of them, at the least. And not to mention the Bad Batch at some point. I wonder why they're releasing these so close together. It makes me think that they're 24 minutes to 30 minutes. What? uh, Andor or Bad Batch? Andor. Huh. Well, there's 12 episodes. Yeah, it makes me think that the only... For me, the only reason why you would do that is to hedge your bets. And if you were a betting man, and these <laughs> people are betting, and they bet correctly that people would fall in love with Obi-Wan after two episodes, what is the difference between two episodes and three episodes is that we are going to get a lot of scatter shot 
background, timey-wimey, wibbly-wobbly, following different characters, episodes one and two, and episode three is where they're going to wrap it all together and be like, and also, here's the name, here's the guy we named the series after. Anyway, we're going to follow him now. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. Well, that does make sense. Um, any, if anything, though, I, I feel like they should have left it in August or at least move Bad Batch forward or backward. Yeah, I would rather move it further back. Uh, what, Bad Batch? The Bad Batch. I'd rather move the Bad Batch further away, mainly because I really want to be able to power, uh, like, not just power through, but really be able to... Uh, like dig in to all the background stuff going on uh in Bad Batch mm-hmm. season two, like they did in season one. Like Sam Regal and uh Liam O'Brien being the two uh smart asses in uh <laughs> in what's her name's den. Uh what's her name? I forgot. Sid. Sid and Sid's bar. All right, not totally not bar because they brought a ch- child in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, establishment. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's not a bar. Let you of age. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see some ID. <laughs> and well, uh, yeah, I, like I'm, I'm not really sure where they're gonna what what they're gonna do or where they're gonna go. I like that they're kind of making this like um mystery spy movie series that's kind of fun right and that's what according to what i've read that's what the acolyte is supposed to be too but acolyte is more like a siffy kind of show with the sif and stuff so yeah whenever that comes out um i believe that is it just some minor rumors about a possible um we may actually get to be seeing uh, Yaddle in the Tales of the Jedi. Don't quote me on that one. Um, one wild rumor I did hear has to do with Mando season three. Um, and I got a big question for you. Go for it. <laughs> how do you how do you feel about dark side Yoda species? Uh really cool fan <laughs> art, but not really interesting i mean we've we've had one other character in canon and she got written out real quick because uh what was her name uh she was on the council oh yeah 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 i just told you that we we might be seeing her in tales of the jedi as a dark side no 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 uh uh um we may have to get to learn why she left the order oh what i'm referring to when I'm referring, when I'm saying, when I'm talking about dark side Yoda species, I'm referring to something to do with Mando, Mando season three. Ooh. There's a rumor floating around, floating around that uh, Din Djarin and Grogu run to some creepy ass dark side Yoda species. Now I I don't know if that's true, but it would be wild if we got a whole buttload of. Creepy green skinned aliens that are not like Yoda, Yaddle, or Goku. Um, 
And speaking of battle, we did confirm she does have an orange lightsaber. Okay. So, so she was a pilot of the mm-hmm. a pilot of the order. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yeah. All right, I'm um, excited about know, that. Yeah, me too. I know she had some sort of disagreement with Dooku, or Dooku said something to her that finally made her leave the order, which, of course, he left the order shortly, too. Um, but I'm excited, because I know in original canon, she was killed, or she sacrificed herself between the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones from something. That's what I remember. But, I thought that she went... Right. <sighs> but according to the new canon, uh, she's alive and she's doing something. Whether or not she left the order because of political reasons, the Jedi weren't following the way of the Force like she wanted them to or something like that, or if she actually is related to Grogu. Um, I have no idea. But we're, we're getting... Way too ahead of ourselves because we got so many shows dribbling, you know, falling out of our ears. So, um, I believe that's a wrap. Indeed. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we have a Facebook page at Special Unit 352 and Instagram and Twitter at SU352Podcast. Our email address is what, Peyton? It is specialunit352 at gmail.com. Uh, please email us your answers on whether or not you would pay $5,000 for that uh, Star Wars cocktail, the, um, what's it called? The Kyber Crystal. Or whether or not you would pay $5,000 for the hotel and then $79 for a full margarita. Or whether or not you're in a you you are a sane person that does good physical good fiscal choices. <laughs> Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening app because that will help us show up in the algorithms. Uh, we will show we look forward to talking with you guys sometime in the future. Uh, and Absolutely. as Peyton always says, "May the force be with you."